Hello everyone, hope you're doing all right. My name is Forrest Stevens, and today I'm gonna to be talking about living in a van. I've lived in a van three different times. Every single time it's been pretty much to travel, with the third time being more of uh, an idea of traveling really long-term to save money and to work, because I'm also a filmmaker, and in 2018 I actually made a film about van life called The Reality of Hashtag Van Life, and um, I wanted to travel more and film. I've been filming alternative dwelling tours, so um, that's pretty conducive to living in a van myself, being able to travel and meet more people and film. So that was part of the incentive. The other incentive was to save money because I was paying really high rent in Victoria, British Columbia, and living in a van can be a way to escape those housing costs. There are other costs that um, you end up picking up from doing van life, but overall it is a fairly reasonable lifestyle. And in a lot of cases, it can be very reasonable. There's a lot of different ways I could go with this topic. I'm gonna to talk about my personal experience and I'm not gonna shy away from the negatives, but I will be talking about some of the positives because I've had some genuinely uh, life-changing experiences because of my time living in a van and I've learned a lot so we're gonna get into all those things I'm gonna start with one of the biggest positive experiences that I've had which is just feeling the euphoria and the experience of genuine travel travel is something that people become addicted to like like a substance because it, it is so powerful sometimes. It can just jam you into living in the moment. And that's something that happened to me um, last year when I was living in this motorhome that I'm in right now. We were traveling and we were out in uh, Jordan River, British Columbia, and it's just beautiful West Coast nature, really untouched. And at the time I was smoking a lot of weed just to stabilize my mood, just to make me feel okay. And there was this time when we hit the open road after, after quitting our jobs. And, and really this was our first kind of trip out in our van, you know, in the, the third time that we're doing van life. But it was the freedom of the road and it was the immersion into nature and it was the act of travel that made me feel so euphoric and so myself. It was the first time that I really felt like I was myself in a really long time without the use of substance. So I was, I was consuming a bunch of cannabis at the time and I just stopped. I just stopped needing to. I stopped using that as a crutch because of the euphoria and the like I said, the ability of travel to really just punch you into the moment. I was meeting new people. I was experiencing beautiful, untamed nature. And it was so much that it felt like uh, experiences that I've had on very mind-altering uh, substances, such as LSD or mushrooms or high doses of cannabis, of, of just feeling so elated and so at peace. And it was because of travel. It, it, something about it made me feel like I could really be myself and it and that was sort of the beginning of uh, a long uh, internal journey that I did last year uh, which was discovering who I am 
and how to be myself more. So I really credit van life and the experience of, of uh, last year, I think this was in maybe March, um, uh, we started traveling and it was just incredible. It was the catalyst that made me realize that these feelings um, or this way of life was possible without the use of substance every single day. Uh, that might seem like a weird thing to say, but I didn't even realize, like I, I had felt this way before, but it was from LSD. And so I, I didn't know that it could be possible without the use of substance. I, I had just been taken to that place and then uh, removed from it um, once I come down from the trip. But I experienced some some crazy feelings from uh, travel and it made me realize that this is possible in everyday life and so I think it was the travel that made me feel that way and van life is also a way to travel that gives you a sense of stability because everything that we own everything that we have is with us um, there's a real sense of stability um, but there's that sort of instability that travel has where it's unpredictable where it's never sort of boring where you can really sort of engage with the moment um, because the moment is not mundane it's interesting and uh, you're always sort of the more you're yourself the more you're using your intuition the better your travel experience will be so it sort of forces you to really kind of engage with life and there's other types of travel that can do that I, I I feel like I've felt sort of degrees of that from backpacking and hitchhiking. But for some reason, this experience of being in the van this last time, it, it really gave me a natural high that I, I hadn't experienced until that moment. Van life also taught me just how capable I was. It, it showed me that I'm able to take control of my life. I'm able to have a home. This, this really felt like our first home. Um, we had vans in the past, but they were never built out properly. And for the first time, we only lived in it for like a month and a half. The second time was, I think, only just longer than that, maybe two months. This one, this is our dream rig. This, what I'm sitting in right now is a 1988 Toyota motorhome that is absolutely incredible. And every single inch of this has been touched by us it's been repainted redone re rewired um, everything's been changed to fit our needs and that's another thing about van life that you learn is you don't really know what your needs are because when you're living in an apartment you're living in a house your needs are something and when you're living in a van those needs are different you you realize you don't need to have a shower every single day because that becomes a bigger inconvenience than just uh, not showering, right? So there's there's certain things that you change up. You know, right here we used to have a cabinet, and we needed that for when we were living in here. Uh, so we built it because we needed additional storage. Um, but at a certain point, we were like. How much are we really using our Vitamix? How much are we really using our Instant Pot? Um, maybe we could have put the inverter somewhere else and then we wouldn't have had this cabinet uh, taking up space and we would have had more room to live. So it takes time. It takes time in van life to really understand what you need 
and, and how to live van life properly. And after nine months, I think we were just starting to figure out a lot. Uh, I will also say that we got into van life on January 1st, 2020. And for the first couple of months, we were working at uh, normal jobs, or, or at least my partner was. And um, it was living in the city, kind of like doing little weekend trips and stuff like that. And we didn't get on the road till March and then the pandemic hit. So our van life experience was much different than a lot of people's has been uh, because of the pandemic. The pandemic really limited us, but it changed our course of action. So um, van life we realized wasn't sustainable uh, amidst uh, a pandemic. The, the gyms where we showered shut down. Um, we couldn't uh, safely quarantine in here for two weeks and not expose ourselves to other people uh, it just it's just impossible um, we felt like we were exposing ourselves more than we deemed safe when the pandemic first hit and everybody thought you know you could get this thing from uh, surfaces and just you know there was a, so much misinformation because there was not enough knowledge on it um, and we we looked at all that information and we said this isn't doable anymore. And we knew lots of people who were still doing van life, and, but we just didn't, we didn't feel, you know, like it was the responsible right thing to do at the time. So we started um, looking for other options and that sped up our, our looking into buying land, which is where this is parked right now. This is, we drove across the country because of the pandemic and we had to change our plans because of the pandemic. Our original plan with this van life trip was to travel all over, filming, making tons of money, then parking this in Ontario, ending up in Ontario and parking this at some family's place and flying to Australia and continuing to travel and work and film and then come back and then buy land. Instead, we had to skip all of that and buy land because what we realized about van life and now I'm talking about sort of what I've learned uh, about sort of its limitations is that van life is very unstable in in lots of ways you cannot become fully self-reliant you have to go get gas you have to dump your tanks you have to you have to restock more frequently um, this was not a conducive lifestyle for the middle of the pandemic and it also we also realized that it that we needed more stability so you can only reach a certain level of stability within van life and that's part of its appeal is you want something unpredictable um, not necessarily unstable but just something with a bit of edge a bit of interest um, but we found that it was too much it was too much and we needed to find something more stable. So we had the opportunity and without van life, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to buy this land. We wouldn't have been able to travel across the country with all of our possessions. We wouldn't be able to have saved money over those nine months to be able to make a down payment and to, to uh, you know, start building this, this property out. Um, van life has been a huge stepping stone for all of its ups and downs and all of its positives and negatives, it's been a huge stepping stone in the direction and where we are in life mentally and physically. So it's been great in that way.
Now I've written down a few things about van life that I want to talk about and I'm going to read them off my phone and um, elaborate on them. So it learned me how, <laughs> it made me learn how to live nomadically, how to make a spot your home for just one night. And it gives me the knowledge that I am strong enough to do that, that life is that beautiful. So live nomadically, stopping everywhere, making, making somewhere your home. It, I got really good at taking down a home and setting up a home really quickly when we were in the van. Um, sometimes, you know, our first couple builds it, it, to cook, we had to bring out a stove and to, you know, even use a picnic table with, with one of our builds. And it just wasn't conducive to the way I wanted to live my life. Cooking is something that's very important to me. So when we got this van, a kitchen, uh, a kitchen where I really thought I could make some meals was important. And I learned a little bit more about what I need. And this kitchen worked, you know, four burner stove, oven. I was cooking pot pies. I was making the best meals up of my life up to date. Um, I make better meals now, you know, because I've, I've even learned more. But it was incredible. It was incredible. Um, uh, and that's the thing is, is van life can be great when you know yourself. And it can be... Uh, horrible if you're forced into it and you don't want to be doing it and there's a there's lots of both of that so I'm not trying to sway your mind in one way or another whether van life is for you I'm really just talking about my personal experience and I think it could be all sorts of different things to different people so continuing on here uh, simple is best the instant pot and the bin build uh, was too much if you can start with living with nothing and slowly acquire things as you need them, don't fill your van with shit. So that was one thing um, that we didn't do. You know, we started off thinking um, in the first couple van builds, we, we brought way too much with us. We had dried beans in our second van, um, thinking that we were going to cook those. You know, there, there was just no way without a proper setup. Um, realize that you are camping um, with a good camping setup. That's, that's essentially what you can do. And there's some people that make really nice small homes, but for two people living in here, it was luxury camping. And that's okay. You know, we did that for nine months. And, and a lot of that was parked at a, at a property because um, we, we felt like it wasn't safe, it wasn't right to be moving around at the time because of the pandemic. But we, we still, um, we were still doing van life. I mean, van life takes many different shapes and forms. It doesn't have to be nomadic and it can just be elevated camping and that's what it was a lot of the time so here's something uh that's interesting just trying to stay somewhere there's a lot of fear of getting your door knocked on but what's the worst that can happen that's something i realized that's something that you know i film these alternative dwelling tours and i talk to people all the time and and newbies always talk about how scared they are of some of somebody knocking on their door in the middle of the night and telling them to leave or police or something like this really like understanding consequence and effect uh of of these these things is 
is really important because that's the most that's probably going to happen is that somebody's going to knock on your door and ask you to leave and you can leave because you have wheels you have an engine your house is with you all the time um not being afraid of confrontation not being afraid of of having to interact with the public because when you live in a van you're parking on public streets often um we we boondocked all the time we barely ever stayed anywhere um so realizing that that's part of your lifestyle is something that you have to overcome and um, boondocking is fun it, and we've had people knock on our doors and ask us to leave and we say all right fine and we leave and we find somewhere else where we're not going to be bothered um, it's not a big deal it's not a big deal to have somebody knock on your door now it is very nice to have a house where nobody knocks on our door unless you know it's a package being delivered um, or a friend visiting you know nobody's telling us to leave anymore so it is something to get used to but it's nothing to be afraid of it's just a, a slight change and it's something that you can um that you can almost begin to there's it's not always bad you know we've had people um, drive by and be like whoa look at this rig or are you, you know you want to sell this thing uh, give me a call I love this this thing and uh, oh you know start talking to us about what we're doing and people are interested you know it's not it's not like everybody out there is out to get you um, because you live in a van um, people are interested in this lifestyle and, and it's just about um, being a part of the world and this puts you into the world a lot more than uh, living in an apartment where you're secluded from your neighbors um, from the people around you you're out in the open with with vans and you can really get to be a part of this world a lot more and then here I have um, just a little bit more about the high of traveling it made me feel so much in the moment its simplicity is freeing but there is less to think about than owning a home but there still is enough to consider that life isn't boring Sometimes when I'm overwhelmed by the homestead, I long for the days when we were living in a van. So that's how I'm going to end it, guys. I was longing a few different times while we've been working on this homestead and where I've just been feeling so drained and so overwhelmed by the amount of projects and the amount of money that we have to invest and all of these problems that we have to overcome. I just think about when you know we were just chilling in a van and the biggest problem was oh where are we going to park tonight okay let's look on iOverlander let's go to the the normal spot the the unusual spot let's try something new you know these were the biggest problems we had not um but you know then again the second van we had had a leak in the roof and we had water pouring into our home so there that's a pretty big problem <laughs> so it really depends what degree you do van life like people spend a hundred thousand dollars plus on a sprinter van and or you know they that van with the leak in the roof that was two grand um with the work that we did on it so you know there's a huge degree of difference in the way to do van life and your experience will be largely dictated by the quality of your build the location that you live in and luckily you can move around with a van and the amount of income that you have um, 
I would recommend saving a lot of money. I would recommend uh, working. I would recommend um, trying to find nomadic work or trying to build a business while on the road. Uh, that's very conducive to this lifestyle. The way that technology is heading, um, I think that van life is a viable option for anybody at this point. Um, at least in, in the vast majority of North America and a few other places in the world, Australia being one. Um, there's van life all over the road now, all over the road, all over the world as well. Um, I think it's a great, I think it's a great lifestyle and I'm super glad, you know, there's a reason that we chose to do it three different times and it was because it kept drawing us back. There was something that we hadn't experienced from it. And, and we still, you know, we didn't sell this rig. Um, I don't plan on doing van life, living full time in here again, but the experience of being on the road, of having everything with you, of life being simple, of enjoying nature, of seeing things you hadn't seen before is an amazing feeling. It's that high that I was talking about at the beginning. The high of travel is uh, a natural drug that is, uh, leaves you with no hangover. It's incredible. So get out there, explore. Um, that's pretty much what I learned from van life and a little bit of the history of my experience. If you guys have any questions, post them in the comment section below. This video and this podcast is part of a series called What I Learned From, which explores different um, experiences that I've had, ranging from kundalini yoga to different psychedelics, um, different mental health things, different people in my life, uh, just all sorts of different things. So you guys can check that out. A card will be popping up and it'll be linked in the description below. Also, this is a audio podcast with an extended intro and outro. And I really implore you to check that out because each individual subject will be covered more in depth in the audio one than on the video one. The video, I just want to be, you know, short, concise, consistent. And um, so that's what you're watching here. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hit subscribe, like, and check us out on Patreon. We do an ex exclusive uh, live stream every single week, as well as we post exclusive content about what we're doing here on the homestead. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, love you all and see you on the next video.